Welcome to All Things Jesus with Nicole Atkinson, a podcast with a holistic approach to discussing real-life issues from a biblical standpoint and discover how to live life on purpose all while loving Jesus. Each week, we study the Scripture and allow God's Word to teach us how to deal with life's hardships, overcome obstacles, and in turn, excel in being our best self specifically dealing with such topics as marriage, family, parenting, mental wellness, challenges, and how to live a balanced life. We're excited for you to join us in listening today. Now here's your host, Nicole Atkinson. Welcome to All Things Jesus, the show that takes a deep dive into the Word of God while showcasing how to make it applicable in daily living. I'm Nicole Atkinson, and today we're talking about how to get unstuck and walking in purpose. First, let me say Happy New Year. How are you doing? I have missed you all so much much, but I'm excited to be here with you. I have just been spending time with family, uh, spending time with God, and I've been reading a lot of books. Yes, I love reading books. You know, that's one of my favorite things to do. So that's what I've been doing. I hope that you have been enjoying your time and are ready to just embark upon this new year. I know it's February because like most people, I take January out to just consecrate myself and just to spend time with God. And so here we are. Happy February, February 1st, already 2021. So today, on today's episode, we're talking about how to get unstuck and to walk in purpose. We'll discuss obstacles that hinder our progression and ways to overcome to include asking God for new ideas, staying motivated, destroying procrastination, uh, unveiling that purpose is satisfying and walking in God's vision and rejecting being overwhelmed by competition. So when you think about how to get unstuck, we have to um, talk about how being stuck is um a place that could include not having new ideas, uh, being at a roadblock, having a lack of motivation, a lack of wisdom, a lack of reward, procrastination, competition, a lack of vision uh, when we are just literally failing to progress in our purpose. And this could look like a lot of different things. And so in order for us to get unstuck, the first thing that we have to do is ask God for new ideas. It's a new year and our tradition and our society tells us to revamp and come up with new ideas and new goals, which is a great idea. There's nothing wrong with hitting the reset button, but in doing so, a lot of times we create superficial uh, New Year's resolutions that focus on ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with personal goals. However, we want to maximize the time. We want this year, and I say it every year because that's really what it's supposed to be. We're always supposed to be progressing. We want it to be purposeful. We want to walk out the divine purpose that God created us for. And so we want God's divine plan and his purpose. And so this includes using our gifts and talents to add value to the world. But a bonus, a little secret that I want you to know that as we you know, walk in God's purpose, we're also being self-satisfied because 
God created us to fulfill the unique purpose that is only uh, given and assigned to us. So not having new ideas can contribute to a lack of motivation. It's our human nature to get bored easily. And so we are wired to thrive off a of newness and excitement. And God is not opposed to that. Uh, his word states that if any man lacks wisdom, all we have to do is ask him. So this year, um, before January 1st, 2021, uh, God put it in my heart to fast uh, for three days. And um, I started on Jan on December 28th. So it went from the 28th, 29th, and the 30th. And I did not eat anything. I only drank water and I just spent that time in devotion. And so on, um, so that took me into New Year's Eve. And so it just gave me time to just be devoted to God and allow him to just give me vision and creativity. And so during this time, God downloaded a lot of things uh, for me for 2021. And I think that I'm going to take up that habit of doing that uh, a couple of days before the new year so that I can get a little, you know, just get some clarity and some direction before January starts. So, you know, when January starts, I can just take off running. And so during that time of consecration, I was able to seek God. And so fasting uh, by definition is a deliberate abstinence from physical gratification. So we're usually going without food for a period of time to achieve a greater spiritual goal. So fasting is intentionally denying the flesh in order to gain a response from the spirit. It means renouncing the natural in order to invoke the supernatural. So it's us saying, God, it is so important for me to hear from you that I'm going to deny my natural gratification so that I can uh, obtain a spiritual um, goal. And so it's, it's a command from God, you know, it's not an option for us as believers. And it's beneficial to us in so many ways. But today is not about fasting. So, but during that time, God was able to give me new ideas and He was able to motivate me uh, to also pick up all the ideas that I had pushed to the back burner. And I also realized that during fasting, because this was my first time doing a total fast where I did not eat, you know, just fruit and vegetables or uh, abstain from food for a certain period of time, I ate nothing. And my mind was so clear. It was amazing. And so, yes, it was challenging, um, but I think that the benefit far outweighs the the the, the human uh, hunger pains. And so when I'm saying that my mom was so clear, it was, it was just like, and uh, scientifically they tell us that it's good for us to fast so that we can cleanse our body, uh, our digestive system, we give it a break, and it does things to our body that are, that is uh, healthy and helpful. But um, spiritually, my mind was clear. I I noticed that I was not worrying about certain things that I would worry about before. Like I just had just like a sense of purpose, like just a sense of connection with God that I was able to just, I just felt like superhuman. And it's kind of unexplainable because, you know, that's how God is. Like some of the things that uh, he requires of us when we connect with him are unexplainable. It's just, it can only be experienced. But during this time, I just had clarity of focus. I was able to hear from God in, in such a clear way. And one of the most important things was I was at peace. So fasting is awesome.
and it will help us. It's a time of refreshing and it will, you know, spark new ideas on the inside of us. And so we want to have new ideas so that we will not be stuck wondering, what am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing and wasting time? And so the Bible is filled with scriptures that support God is in favor of his children being creative, innovative, and dreaming and aspiring to accomplish God-given goals that are mind-blowing. And so just think about uh, God, um, his patterns, his characteristics. In Genesis 1, it tells us that God created the heavens and the earth. So God loves creativity. And so he would love to give us new ideas, uh, creative innovations. And then also in Exodus 35 and 35, it says he has filled them with skills to do all kinds of work as engravers, designers, embroiderers in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen and weavers of all of them skilled workers and designers. Okay, so God is not even opposed to us being in the arts, us being in the music, us being entrepreneurs, us being in the medical field, government, whatever it is, God wants us to, you know the phrase, be great. He wants us to walk in our God-given purpose and he wants us to be creative. And I believe that it's a disappointment to God when we don't dream big. I remember going to a Korean spa in Atlanta uh, we went down on a girl's uh, trip uh, getaway and this it was so beautiful. Um, and their motto on their website says, escape from the ordinary. And so it's a wellness center where you can stay the night there. Uh, it's beautifully filled with a junior Olympic swimming pool. They have uh, multiple salt and rock saunas. Uh, they have the traditional uh, Korean sauna. They have like uh, different bathing pools, body scrubs, uh, and my favorite, the Korean restaurant. I mean, it's just so beautiful. And I remember sitting in one of the salt saunas and it's just like so uh, um, intricately de designed and it's so detailed and it's just amazing. And I remember sitting in the sauna and saying, God, I know that you had to give the owner the vision to create such a masterpiece. And I say that because because it, it, it was just so beautiful. And we can say that about a lot of businesses and a lot of different places that we've been to. If, if you've ever experienced something so beautiful, you just like, you're just like, wow, like, how did you think of this vision, like this design? Where did this come from? God has given them that ability. And he, uh, even if people don't admit it that, you know, like they, that they don't believe in God or whatever, God still is the one who gave us our mind, who uh, gave us the creative ability to dream and to create. It is all God. If we acknowledge it or not, it comes from God. He is the creator and he wants us to create. And so in this book that um, I'm reading uh, called Pray Big for Your Marriage by Will Davis Jr., he states that uh, God is saying, why are you asking me to do why are you asking me to do what I am already doing? Pray for something dramatic, something that requires faith. Pray for something big. So don't pray, God, please take care of me. Keep me safe. No, God said, I'm already going to do that. No, pray specifically. God, help me to have thousands of podcast listeners so that your gospel can be spread across the entire earth. 
God, uh, help me to uh, whatever your dreams or your aspirations are. God, give me a strategic business plan so that I can create innovative ways for uh, children in lower income areas to, to have food, a food truck to come to them daily so that they're not going without there is no lack in the kingdom of God. He wants to deposit his plans and his purposes in us if we're listening and if we're willing and, and able to walk his plan out because God cannot do anything in this earth unless he has a willing vessel, a body, you and I, to, to get it uh, accomplished through. So we have to pray and ask God for those big, dramatic um, things that require faith. He wants to do it. And so we have to remember that whenever we feel stuck, ask God for new ideas. And so the next thing that can help us to get unstuck is to stay motivated, destroy procrastination, and understand that purpose is satisfying. So when you think about a lack of motivation or a lack of reward and procrastination, those are dream killers. We will not uh, feel motivated every day to walk in purpose. We just won't. We, we don't wake up every day like, yes, I'm so excited. I'm about to do this. No, some days we feel like getting up and some days we don't. We, we just, that's just, you know, how our, our human makeup is. So as an author, I do not feel inspired to write every day, but I cannot wait for the perfect situation because it will never come. And time is always moving. And we have been given the task to be responsible with the time that God has given us. You know, we've all prayed that prayer, God, uh, I need more, more than 24 hours in a day. And I remember God, he was like, Nicole, I'm all knowing, I'm wise. I knew that 24 hours were enough for you. And we all get the same 24 hours. So we have to maximize the time. And if we were to do a poll at the end of the year and, and we had two people at different um, ends of the spectrum, and we had one who uh, had accomplished a great deal of what they set out to accomplish. And then we had the other person at the under, other end of the spectrum uh, who states that they weren't able to accomplish um, a lot of their goals uh, for whatever, whatever the case may have been. We could most likely look at their patterns and habits to discover uh, the difference in production. So, in order to stay motivated, we have to create a plan. We have to write the vision down. Uh, we have to ask God for new innovative ideas. And now that we have received new ideas from Him, we have to put a plan of action into play. And we have to make it weekly goals, monthly goals, and we have to keep ticking at them until they are complete and we will make progression. I remember hearing a man of God say that if you go to school in four years, you will get a degree. If you keep working, doing your work, uh, following uh, the protocol for that degree, you will get it. So if you keep setting goals, accomplishing them, showing up every day, you will complete them. So we have to, uh, you know, motivate ourselves. We have to uh, destroy procrastination. And so we just, in order to destroy procrastination, we have to simply 
start. We have to literally push aside distractions and talk to ourselves. Sometimes we're going to have to sacrifice time uh, and enjoyment for a short period of time for a long-term gain, for a long-term goal. And so one of my mottos is if I'm going to be doing something for the next year anyway, I might as well be working on my goals. In other words, time is ticking whether I'm being progressive or not. So even if when I'm being unproductive, the time is still going away. So in another way to destroy procrastination is to start doing small tasks and completing because normally when we do small tasks, um, it motivates us to want to strive to accomplish more because you're like, okay, yes, I did that. So I know that I can accomplish more. And I remember, um, you know, as being a mom of four, sometimes it can get overwhelmed. And I'm just like, oh, I just have so much to do. I'm never going to be able to get stuff done. And so the spirit of the Lord said, write down everything that you need to do today. And I literally wrote, I literally wrote it down and it was four things that were so simple, but in my mind, it felt like I had a million things to do. So sometimes when we get it out on paper and we look at it, it's not as overwhelming as we might uh, create a story in our mind to be. And sometimes we do have a lot of things um, on our task list to do. But if you uh, prioritize um, by the level of importance or things that are time sensitive and just start checking those things off, you can accomplish your goals and destroy procrastination. And so many of us push our dreams uh, to the side due to a lack of reward. We are a people who thrive off of saying, what do I get out of it? That's just who we are. And so when we feel like there's a lack of reward, reward, we're telling ourselves that we're not gaining uh, instant gratification. Uh, that could be a monetary compensation, accolades, or our spotlight recognition. Uh, we say things like, what's the point? We have to overcome this level of thinking. And, you know, just me personally, like um, when I was doing my podcast, I was like, what's the point of me doing it? There's a million other podcasts. Um, my podcast is not even that popular. I'm just not going to do it. But no, I have something that God wants me to say. Someone is going to listen and I'm just going to speak life over it because that is who I am. Like God created me for a purpose. So God can open up many doors. I'm going to have to take time to, you know, learn how to build an audience, be strategic and just do different things to apply myself so that it can grow and so that it can be fruitful. But I cannot have the mindset of thinking that, oh, because I don't see uh, a certain matrix that metrics that is not um, going to be successful. We have to get over um, the idea of saying, oh, what is it? What's in it for me? Mm -mm. We are here to add value to the world. We are here. To, and, and just think about it. If God put it in your heart, it's a reason why he wants you to do what he has called you to do. So stop thinking, what's the point? So-and-so is doing this. Oh, it'll be good if I don't do it. Life will still go on. No. The point is God asked you to do it. So 
We're going to need for you to get it done. And so the rewarding component of walking in your purpose and getting unstuck is that God thought so highly of us to create us uniquely with specific gifts and talents and plans that are just for us. There's only one you and the world needs you. So what's inside of you, Nicole cannot do. And what's inside of Nicole, you cannot accomplish because God put that in me knowing that that was what he created me for. So we have to remember that we are the gift to the world and they are waiting on the gift that's inside of us to help in some facet. So we have to understand that. And so you cannot wait for inspiration. Remember, it's a journey and not a destination because if you wait for inspiration, you might be waiting forever. Sometimes you will not be inspired and sometimes you will feel inspired. So don't wait on it. In Ecclesiastics 11 and 4, it tells us, it breaks it down. That's why I love the Bible so much because there is a word of revelation for every situation. And it says, if you wait for the perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. So there are no perfect conditions. So we have to remember that. And then one of my favorites, Dr. Miles Monroe, he often stated, your existence is evidence that this generation needs something that your life contains. So you are here for a reason. And that's exciting. So we have to destroy procrastination. And then um, another way to get unstuck is we have to have tunnel vision and God's vision. And we have to understand that God's vision will surely come. And so and a way to get unstuck in that area is we have to eliminate competition and um just a lack of vision. And so we we have to have tunnel vision when we're working on our God-given dreams because competition is another dream killer. And social media has made it easier to be creative. And at the same token, it has made it harder to be creative because there are hundreds of ads, videos fighting for our attention. And we know that there are different um, algorithms that are set in place that if we are looking for uh, certain topics um, or we're searching the internet for certain things, then um, that algorithm is tracked and we know that a bunch of ads will start popping up. So if I start looking at um, how to train a dog, I know that when I go back on Facebook, I'm going to have so many ads, people who know how to train ads, I mean, train dogs, and it's just going to be so many experts. It's just going to be so many different uh, things that are fighting for our attention and our time. And so we can look at social media and we can see that everyone is an expert. Everyone is doing, um, you know, what we feel like God has called us to do. And so then we go back into that state like, well, it's a million people out there who are podcasters. What's the point of me being a podcaster? And so we have to cast all of that out of the window because if we rely on social media to be our guiding voice, we will become overwhelmed. Whelmed. And God has set us apart. We have to remember that, that God, um, he told me a long time ago to stop following people that I aspire to be like. And so there's nothing wrong with um, following people, but he was saying that it's tainting my vision of what he called me to do. And so there's nothing wrong with having a mentor to sharpening your skills. The problem lies when we start becoming overwhelmed by the competition and focusing, you know, AKA idolizing what other people are doing to the point of not accomplishing any of our own goals 
or we begin to start transforming into uh, what the the cultural norm is instead of being our unique self. And so ways to combat that um, and to have tunnel vision is to get God's vision. And so God is so loving that at a time when everyone is so focused on vision um, and purpose, um, as we endure this global pandemic, my pastor, Dr. Bishop, um, Dr. Bishop, um, Peoples, he wrote a book entitled The Expected End of Vision. And in his book, it is so good. Um, but it breaks down the importance of having a God vision and knowing that it's specific to us. And in the book, he states, I submit to you that it's time to stop settling for less than what God has for you. It's time to seek God for your future that he predestined long before your father and mother came together. And he also states, God's plan for you will never match his plan for others. You and your destiny are unique. So we have to understand that God has has a specific purpose for us. So we don't even have to look to the left or to the right, or if we see someone or reach a, um, achieve a goal that we feel like we are striving for, we don't have to negate the goal because God has created in us a specific purpose and no one can take anything away from us because we are in a lane all our own. And so we have to understand that vision is tapping into God-inspired ideas. God's vision for us is us seeing our purpose that God had created before we were even born. It's us coming to the revelation like, okay, God, what is it that you have planned for me? And he's like, yes, I'm so happy that you're here. I've been waiting to reveal what it is that I created you to do. It's already written. It is already written. When I wake up tomorrow on February 2nd, the day is already established for me. And it's my choice to come in and seek God and his kingdom and his righteousness to get the plan for the day. And another thing that I learned when I was um, fasting is that we don't have to do everything in one day. The Holy Spirit told me, he's like, Nicole, you trying to do a million things in one day and it's impossible. That's why God says meditate every day, every night, because every day the spirit will give you what you need for that day, daily bread. He, You don't have to worry about tomorrow. God says, come today. I'll tell you what you need to do today so that you're not overwhelmed and worrying about tomorrow. And then you'll be able to walk out your, your, your purpose for that day. And so we know in Jeremiah 29 and 11, it says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. God knows what it is that he wants to give us. So we have to receive that. We have to really say, God, thank you for it and just receive it because God has it for us. And so um, when I think about the Bible, I, I ask questions like, why was Jesus so successful in fulfilling his purpose and finishing the work God sent him to earth to do? And so a lot of us start things, but we don't finish. And this is going to be a year, I declare it, that we finish everything that we set out to do. That doesn't mean that we have to finish it in 2021 because some things could be uh, a longer term goals. But whatever we start, we will finish at the appointed time. And the reason why Jesus was so um, 
successful in fulfilling his purpose is it tells us in John 5, 19, it says, Jesus gave them this answer. Very, very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing because what the father does, the son also does. So like I said, the Holy Spirit was like, Nicole, relax. I have it all under control. God wants to reveal our day to us step by step. When we stay connected to him, we only have to come to him, get the plan for today, and then walk it out. So we are going to get unstuck. We are going to walk in purpose. We are going to be motivated to fulfill the God-given purposes that he has for us. And so on today's episode, we were talking about how to get unstuck and to walk in purpose. We discussed obstacles that hinder our progression and ways to overcome them. We talked about asking God for new ideas, staying motivated, destroying procrastination, and unveiling the purpose that is satisfying to us and walking in God's vision and rejecting being overwhelmed by competition. And so we are now well able to do everything that God has called us to do. So I'm just thankful that you listen to All Things Jesus with Nicole Atkinson. And before you go, make sure to show the show the uh show some love. Um by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And then also make sure you join me on Facebook at Nicole Atkinson and on Instagram at Nicole Atkinson INC. And I will see you next week. Ciao.